0: As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast-track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government-accredited courses or to watch more analysis of the stocks in this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the market report videos under the Learning Centre. Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. The Australian market breaks its long-held all-time high, reporting season continues, materials are down and banks are up. So where is the stock market headed and what should you do? Hello and welcome to this week's Australian Stock Market Report. I'm Dale Gillam, Chief Analyst at Wealth Within, and we are Australia's most trusted stock market educators. Now before we move on, show your support for our channel and hit that subscribe button and remember to click that little bell on the right of it so you keep up to date with our latest videos. Also remember to tune in to our live Australian Stock Market show every Tuesday 7 to 8pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. This is the show where you get to ask us, the stock market and trading experts, to look at your favourite stocks and answer all of your questions. Well, finally it happened after 140 months or 4,284 days, the Australian share market finally broke its elusive all-time high last week. The former high was set back on the 1st of November 2007. Now, since then, there has been a lot of water under the bridge and pretty much every conceivable challenge we could face, not the least of which was having to deal with multiple Prime Ministers what led the market to making a new all-time high well quite simply the low interest rate environment over the past few years has seen an increasing amount of investors flood into stocks in search of greater income and higher returns more recently surging commodity prices a weakening australian dollar and companies posting record profits have all been catalysts for the market's rise I also think another key contributor was the surprise election outcome and positive investor sentiment that has steadily grown this year, which rallied even more after that federal election. The miners have been the main sector to drive the Australian share market higher. Collectively, they are up over 24% this year, and more importantly, are moving in the same direction as the financial sector, which is nearly up 17% for the year. Now remember these two sectors make up over half of the total market capitalisation and so when they move together the market generally goes in the same direction. Whilst doom and gloom has surrounded the financial sector over the past few years this sector got a strong lift after the dust settled from the fallout of the Royal Commission. But neither the banks nor the miners has been the top performing sector in the Australian market instead it was information technology and surprisingly communication services that have been the best performing sectors this year both are up over 30 percent so what is next for the Australian share market well the ramification of making a new all-time high is significant and in my opinion should not be played down we need to remember this marks the longest stretch in time for the Australian market to create a new high so breaking this milestone now means investors have more certainty and confidence and when investors have more certainty and confidence there is always further upside that said as i mentioned in a previous report alarmists have been ringing the bell about a potential market crash once the all lords pushes through its all-time high although in my opinion a market crash is definitely not on the horizon at this point in time Let's get into what happened in the market last week. Energy was the best performing sector, up around 4% for the week, although energy has been the worst performer this year, so this may present opportunities moving forward. Information technology has been the best performing sector this year and was up around 3% last week alone. This was followed by consumer discretionary, up over 2.5%. Now, surprisingly, the worst performing sector for the week was materials, which was slightly in the red, followed by utilities and healthcare, which were both up under 1%. Of the top 200 stocks, IWF Holdings shocked the market with some good news, as it reported bumper quarter net profit inflows, and was therefore the best performer, up over 12%. This was followed by Bellamy's Australia, which rose over 11% last week after receiving a green light from Chinese regulators. Although the strong rise in Bellamy's is likely due to be speculators covering their short positions, as it has been heavily shorted over the past year. A2 milk shares also rose just over 2% on the news regarding China. The top five worst performers for last week were all in the material sector, with the Luka being the worst performer falling over 14% after announcing their half-year production was down. Regis Resources was down over 13%, followed by Syrah down over 7%. As earnings season continued, Fortescue Metals Group was the next worst performer, down around 5% after updating the market with its June quarter results. Now, despite a record quarter, a 30% increase in average iron ore price and cost cuts, FMG fell. This may be because of the news that Vale would be ramping up its production. So what do I expect in the market moving forward? Well, let's get into the charts for our S&P 500 or Lord News Index update for this week. We'll also answer your questions and look at the stocks you've chosen for me well it wasn't the exciting uh, news last week the market made a new all-time home and finally i mean i was been have been expecting that to happen for four or five six weeks for the market to make a new all time high which is fantastic news Uh, and it really is uh it's from my point of view it was never a doubt that would do that um although i mean uh, you see on the news i'm actually really contrarian to a lot of the market news a lot of people saying it wasn't going to make a new all-time It was going to pull back it's going to crash All of those sorts of things, and you'll often see me be contrarian. I've been doing this for well over two decades, mentoring traders and investors and helping people make money on the market. And the one thing I know for certain is, or with 100% certainty is the data on my chart is unadulterated, it comes direct from the stock exchange, it's not manipulated in any single way. So if the market's direction is up or down, I know about it because it's on the chart. Because there's a you know, there's an old saying, watch what I do, not what I say. And so that's what it's all about is I'm watching what the market's doing, not what everybody's saying about it. And when people are talking about the market, all this news or noise around the marketplace can tend to make me biased or get me emotional or make me doubt uh, my decisions, and it has if it does that for me then it's definitely going to be doing that for less educated investors and traders but uh, to me always trust the charts always trust what you're doing on the charts because that'll help you understand the direction of the market and stock so looking at the the screen right now i'll just put my glasses on you can see here how the market all this last bar if i just expend that up a bit a little bit you can see how last week the market traded up closing at 6879 so it came off a little bit later in the week after making that new all-time high at 6901 if i go down onto the daily chart you'll see what i mean here so it made that on thursday 6901 and then the next day just traded back a little bit not necessarily um, a shock for me from that point of view we have seen one two three four five six bars up so here's seven bars here it didn't go any higher but it wouldn't surprise me if we got one or two days down now before it starts to move back up again but right now i think it is uh, as i said earlier in my report fantastic news I think what we're seeing now we've got one uh, bar up I think I think we're going to do another three or four more bars up before we make that high that I was actually talking about uh, through my uh, reports the last couple of weeks so you can see now I'm on a monthly chart I'm looking at that bigger picture and this is what most people don't do they look at daily charts they don't see this huge big picture and as you can see this line you've seen before on my charts I've shown it before whether on the live show or on these recordings and you can see how our market just keeps running up and down around these lines it keeps coming back to it and then going back up again right now it's moving away from it and i've just got a projection around about that 7200 points which is where my uh, my thinking is over the next few weeks month four ish weeks uh, we should get up around that point um, in terms of price where where the market is going so from where it closed you can see there it's around about only about five or six percent in that sort of bracket whether it breaks through it i'm not sure but it should go up around that and uh, getting five percent over the next four or five weeks is not a huge huge ask for the australian market i do think the market will be a little bit more a little bit more vertical Um, how far it goes past that in time and price um, it remains to be seen it will depend on what happens in this next two to four weeks it may go further than that and we may go into september for the high before it starts to pull back down into october but right now it is Looking good. So, what I want to do now is get back into or get into the questions that I had for this week. Okay, the first question that we have for this week was from Eunice T. She says, uh, Can you please review Challenger stock? I bought it when it was $7.88. It has since decreased significantly. I know there's been a few people asking me about Challenger over the past month. It seems to be when stocks are falling away, I get more uh, questions about a specific stock. And then we have the, like I was saying the other week, um, we get trends in people like A2 Milk or Bellamy's or uh, looking at other different stocks like Bubs was a, a, a flavour of the month for a, about two months as well. So people tend to follow the herd. And, and what I'm trying to share with you today and every day that I'm on these YouTube videos and in my live show is not to be one of those people, a part of the herd. Always be different than everybody else and you'll make far more money. So she's worried about Challenger because it's, it's fallen there from December 2017, uh, uh, where it had $14.42 and it's gone down more than 50 percent in price and if you see where's my price tools you'll see what i mean here if i plunk that one on you can see half half of 14.42 was seven dollars 21. it traded below that and generally when a stock does that that's not a good sign generally it will head down to around between 61.8 and 75 percent so right now all i can suggest is challenger is not a stock that you'd want to be into i'm not sure why you bought it at seven dollars 88 and uh, i'll have a look over here so 7.88 is um looking at there so that's 798 it open so it'd be somewhere in there you probably bought it somewhere in this sort of messier and that's not a good place to buying it's just better you need better rules and at this point in time you are losing money probably not huge huge amount of money but enough so let's put that on 788 and uh, let me just put it there and to where it is right now you're losing 11% but you're down 21% this is where with my books talking about having a stop loss you would have exited already this stock just on a stop loss if you'd had stop losses so I'm assuming you're not using one at this point in time right now it's looking much better it's risen up one two three weeks down one week and it's looking good um but and i might change my opinion moving forward if it shows me a hell of a lot more than this but right now all i can suggest Eunice is this is not looking good at this point in time but you need to get some solid rules around this around what you're going to do so are you going to hang on are you looking at selling when if you do look at selling when are you going to sell and what rules are you going to use to sell on but because this right now as i said my opinion is it does look more bearish and it it should uh right now it is moving up so i'd stay with it while it's moving up look at it for when it starts to move down again what are you going to do are you going to sell Uh, because some people will go yeah i'll sell when it gets back up to seven dollars 88 or where i paid for it i'll get out of it Um, but it's possibly in my opinion that's unlikely to do that in may it's uh, at this point in time and it can prove me wrong but uh, let's move on to the next question and this one's from ross b he says hi dale can you please have a look at brickworks thanks for me and uh, let's go and bring up brickworks i haven't looked at brickworks for quite a while actually and it's looking quite nice actually it's it's a nice looking stock at this point in time a little bit volatile as you can see, and we've got some nice movement up here from this low back here in May 2019, and significantly it's broken that high there at $17.18. So it's moved up quite nicely. But quick look at the monthly chart on this stock, you can see how volatile sort of this stock is, has big moves up and down, it's big stairs. So you've got to be able to put up with these if you're more medium to longer term investor, you've got to be able to put up with these sorts of big moves down. It's been a while since it's had a big move down but right now it's looking a hell of a lot better um, as a stock i'm not sure whether you own it or you don't and right now would i buy this share? i'd be looking at it um, i'm not sure whether i'd actually be buying it if i was owning it already i'd still be hanging on to it so uh, but it does look all right um, from that point of view now the next question we got from luke mckee he says really informative videos dale it's hard to find any good videos on the australian share market and uh, i'd have to agree with you a lot of the people doing videos aren't professionals you know there's a couple of us uh, out there that are professional traders professional um, fund managers people like that i mean i'm a fund manager i'm a professional trader i'm a p- mentoring we you know run educational courses on teaching people how to do what we do but most of the people doing videos are people in their lounge rooms bedrooms you know whatever houses Um, pretending to do what we do um, and not necessarily trained to do so and not necessarily trained or ASIC qualified either that's another one so it's always about who do you trust i mean you don't you know uh, if you don't when your car breaks down who do you call you call a qualified mechanic you don't generally try and fix it yourself or if your plumbing's done you call a qualified plumber you don't call your bait next door who has absolutely no idea about plumbing do you Um, but he also says i was wondering if you could have a look at abc Uh, thanks so let's have a look at abc and interesting adelaide brighton again there's another one looking quite bearish and you can see again very much like cgf it's fallen very heavily since july 2018 and if i put that same tool on that i put on lay brighton if you click on here you can see here it's just hit that 50 percent level but it's closing a lot higher so this one's not as bearish as cgf but it's not necessarily suggesting to me that it is strong either and uh, this could be just one bar before it starts to do that again and this is where you really really got to be careful um uh, about this because all too often i find people see a stock have a big fall and start to move up for a few weeks or a few months thinking yes i'm going to get it really really cheap only for it to turn around and fall the other way and the simple reason is you don't have solid rules and, and a lot of people don't understand what is support and resistance very well the the terms are banded around so often support and resistance and it is interesting from a fund manager point of view is we know that, and uh, you know we're trading millions of dollars. And you know last week I traded a few million dollars um, for our clients. And you know we know where these support, support and resistance levels are that people um, talk about. But we push things through them all the time and uh, get get things happening, I suppose, if that makes sense. And I've talked about vacuums above and below support and resistance levels and what actually happens there. So to me, it's this is just looking a bit more bearish. And last week, it does look a little bit more indecisive here. If we get at some red bars over the next couple of weeks, then I would suggest it's going to fall through these red bars here and then really challenge that one there at $3.61. If it does break through that um, and close through that, then I would suggest it's going to go south further and it's going to hit right down below three dollars and keep going south so at this point in time don't really like um, abc at this point in time the next question we got from charwin ai i'm not sure al charwin l Um, hi dale what do you think of harvey norman are they a good buy at four dollars thirty love the show thanks very much charwin i'm really glad you love my videos and everything else let's look at harvey norman i really like harvey norman jb Hi-Fi is the other one that's doing really really well at the moment both looking exciting. Uh, the thing is, is the runs really happen. You should have bought this a hell of a lot earlier if you haven't bought it at the moment. Um, you're saying, is it a good buy at Ford dollars 30 I don't know whether you've bought it or not, but right now it's right up a little bit higher. It's trading at 446 or close at 446. So right now it's one, two, three, four weeks up there. I would suggest it's probably gonna have a little bit of a, a pullback over the next couple of weeks. So it could be a buy there. If you've bought it at $4.30, that's not a bad little buy. Um, from that point of view i still think it does look good at this point in time harvey norman is nice and as i said jb hi-fi is the other one i think both of those stocks are bullish i'm not suggesting you jump into them if you're not already in them um, because obviously being bullish and jumping into something you don't want to get in at the last minute and all too often i see people do that they buy a stock when it's going to have one or two more months up and then it's going to come down again and you've spent three four months in a stock and you're not made any money so, it's better off buying them when they're lower and then getting out when they're higher, and not buying when they're higher and then having to get out because they start to fall away. And that's really the trick of getting in and out of stocks for medium to longer term trading and even short term trading, even more so with short term trading. But that's it for me for this week. Remember, hit that subscribe button to show your support of our channel. And we'd love to have more people watching uh, our reports. And if you've got a question for me, remember, have a comment down below if you've got a stock you want me to look at or a question uh, and remember to be on our live show tomorrow night tuesdays at 7 to 8 p.m but uh, for now goodbye good luck and good trading thanks for listening this podcast is brought to you by wealth within a global leader in stock market education for more information on our courses or to listen to more talking wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com .au and click on the Talking Well podcast under the Learning Center.